computer. Fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone to week eight of Naturally Healthy Club. And this week we're talking about how to manage self-sabotage. And I wanted to start by um, with a quote from Amy Porterfield. And she says, if you want to be willing to do something you've never have a result you've never had before, then you need to be willing to do something you've never done before. And I've, she's um, actually an online marketing person that I've been doing one of her closest, but one of her concepts is DSD, do something different. So, and I love this idea that like, yeah, if you're like, if you're not getting the results that you want, you need to, we need to shake it off and we need to try different things. So as we're going through like the coaching and the lessons today, I want you to think about like, well, what's something that I could do differently this week? Like what's something that I could DSD and just choose one thing that you're going to do. So maybe if you don't normally post in the group this week, you're going to do something different. You're going to post in the group. You're going to, maybe if you don't normally do a review this week, you're going to do a review. Maybe if you don't leave, normally leave food on the plate this week, you might leave food on the, on your plate. Maybe if you like currently, like you normally eat with distractions this week, you might experiment with eating without distractions. Like, opportunities are endless but I just like I love this idea of like DSD do something different okay so you can take I'll let you um take that and use it as you as you want okay so our naturally healthy club philosophy philosophy I am or I'm becoming or it's possible for me to become naturally healthy I trust the process I change best when I feel good my thoughts create my results the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Um, I focus on one meal at a time. I approach this with curiosity and not condemnation. I feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. Um, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. And I'm going to DSD. <laughs> um, and I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so... Um, plan for today is news, of course, and then we'll recap last week. I'm going to talk about our process because we haven't spoken about that for, for a few weeks. And then we're going to talk about this um, idea of like how to manage self-sabotage. And then we're going to do our progress quiz. So if you don't, if you, oh, where's mine? I did mine this morning. Um, yeah, so if you've got your playbook handy, grab that out so you can fill it in in the, um, in the quiz. Don't worry if you don't have it because I'll, I'll read it out so you can just do it on a piece of paper or in your, on a note if you like um we're going to do a progress quiz and then we're going to do some coaching so hopefully yes that's going to be good fun and um okay so in terms of news just a reminder to everyone that the private we have a private podcast for the naturally healthy club so you can and it has i, I post all the replay videos uh, audio <laughs> on there but there's also a thought for the day which I do post in circle but the thought for the day podcast actually expand on it and ex like give you some more context around the thought for the day so it's a really great I listen to I love it I listen to, to it myself every day uh, so if you haven't uh, subscribed to that uh, you just need to use as a link in circle down in the sidebar it says private podcast feed go to that page and then it'll give you the links to subscribe to all the different you know in, in all the different normal platforms the pod, podcast platforms puh, puh, puh. um okay and so that that's it definitely do it it's really really fun just to have that one little touchstone where you're connecting with this work every day is a really great way to learn um my writing coach has actually started doing a thought for the day and i love like listening to her her thought for the day as well so that's really fun um okay and then meal other news 
um, event this week that's totally optional is I'm running a meal planning boot camp. So that's on this Wednesday slash Thursday at this time, I think, or maybe a little bit earlier. Um, so come prepared to like really revolutionize and simplify, radically simplify your meal planning process. So I've been just having, having a bit of a transformation in my own meal planning. And so I wanted to get you guys up to speed with that ASAP. So it's going to be fun. It's going to change your life. <laughs> Big promises, Jules, but I promise I can deliver. Um, post of the week, the prize this week went to Mandy. Um, and for one post, but she's also been great for posting in the group. So I was like, I need to give Mandy the prize at some point. Um, but she had, and I coached Mandy on this this morning. She'd actually posted and asked for coaching. So um, she'd posted in the Help I'm Struggling feed. So I wanted to celebrate Mandy for asking for help. And um, she'd said, I'm frustrated and discouraged that despite putting in a lot of effort and being very consistent with my new habits, I'm not seeing any evidence that the changes are making an impact on my body. Um, it's making it hard to stay motivated and stick to new habits. Lately, I've felt, often felt like throwing in the towel. Um, and she said in the past, a week-long juice cleanse has helped me make the shifts I want to make. I might do that or maybe try intermittent fasting or else just accept that we gain weight as we age and that's just a reality and I should accept it. So I did coach Mandy on this this morning, but one thing I want to just point out to everyone is this thought like that we just gain weight as we age is like and just accepting that of course that is an option but it's also not true like it doesn't have to be that way yes as we age like things change in our bodies and it does make it more difficult like our insulin sensitivity isn't as great our ability to digest protein isn't like our stomach acid isn't as strong and our ability to digest protein and use the nutrients that we are eating um, isn't as good our sleep can be impacted like there's hormone stuff going on like, so there's all these things that, that do make it more challenging as we age. However, it, it doesn't mean that it's impossible to lose weight as you age. And it doesn't mean that that weight gain is inevitable. Like it's all about like changing and learning to tune into your body. And when you do, uh, the biggest thing that causes weight gain is not listening to your body. So as you're becoming naturally healthy and learning to listen to your body, you are setting yourself up to be able to navigate whatever aging stuff comes your way without weight gain, because you're going to have that ability to listen to your body. So I didn't, I forgot to mention that to Mandy this morning. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to mention to everyone. And I did coach Mandy on the thoughts. And rather than thinking, you know, this, this is hard, it's not working, I coached her to remember that, like, I don't have to do this perfectly. It was a thought that she chose. But another thought I'd offer is when that those, it's come, those types of thoughts are coming up for you is either I don't have to do this perfectly or, um, you know, it's possible for me to change. It's possible for me to learn, learn new skills. And so, so when you're thinking this isn't working, it's not, you know, I'm not getting making progress, that feels really demotivating, right? So what we want to do instead, we don't go jump from this isn't working to this is amazing. What we do is we just choose a thought that's going to be more helpful. And so the, what the Mandy had chosen is that it's, um, I don't have to do this perfectly, but um, that, and that might be one that resonates with you, but the other option yeah that doesn't really matter what the thought is just reminding yourself it's possible for me to change is a, a really great one just to get your brain focused on the possibility um okay so that was post of the week prize to mandy and to be eligible next week you just need to post anything in um in the group and uh the other final news is next 
week we're and because it's we're going to be in a new month and we are going to start the feelings uh, no we're not the feeling challenge i've got the feeling challenge here i've actually changed my mind so we're actually going to start the tummy challenge next week so we'll talk about more about that next week challenges in your playbook there will be prizes so just wanted to give you a heads up that that challenge is coming and it's a really awesome challenge for learning this skill of listening to our tummy so we'll talk more about that later Okay, so recap last week. Last week we spoke about what to do when your weight's stable. And so there's a few things we want to do. First, we want to check the facts, like is it really stable? Um, so we want to compare the average of like week to week or month to month. The next thing we want to do is celebrate. Like, like you're like, you know, it's so funny because we like get to this point where we're like naturally healthy and we're just eating what we want and it feels really good, like, but the weight's not moving. But we forget that. There's all these people in the world who would love to just have their weight stable and like be able to eat whatever they want. Like the people that are still trapped in diet land, like they'd be like, that would sound, would sound amazing to me. So we want to like, um, yeah, celebrate that actually having stable weight is a good thing. Like it's, a, that's actually like a, amazing to, to have stable weight and be eating treats every day and to be like enjoying all the food that you love and not to be restricting like huge. So we want to celebrate. And the reason we want to celebrate is because you remember, I change best when I feel good. So when we celebrate, then we're giving our brains an opportunity to feel good, release some dopamine. And then from that place, then we can go into problem solving mode. So that then after we've celebrated, and if your weight's going up, even you can celebrate the fact that you know that you have the data, that you're willing to get on the scale, even when the number's heading in the direction that you don't like, like that's actually takes courage and guts as well. So there's always, whatever your circumstances are, there's always a positive that you can find and to like to give yourself some credit and just switch your brain into like, give yourself a little bit of dopamine so that you can, you've got that fuel for problem solving to give you that motivation to keep going. So we check the facts, we celebrate, and then the next thing we want to do is take responsibility with curiosity. So remember, like, because achieving your goals is in your control. This is all in your control. What you put in your mouth is in your control. All your habits are in your control. Even if sometimes it doesn't feel like it, they are. And so you are responsible. You are able, all that means is you are able to respond and take it that, like, feel that empowerment of like, yeah, I can do this. And then we want to problem solve first for the thoughts and then, then for the actions. So until we did an exercise last week, just to write down, like, what are your thoughts? Just do a brain dump. What, what are all the thoughts I'm thinking about this? Um, and then when you get them all out on paper, you can see how those thoughts are creating the result of you not, not losing weight, of your weight being stable or whatever your weight's doing. Um, and then we want to do, what we want to do is like I did that with that example with Mandy before is choose a new thought. So if, the predominant thought is this isn't working it's not fair mother call me um then we want to choose another thought like mandy's like i don't have to do this perfectly or you know it's possible for me to change and then just work on that thought like have that as like your job is to just be thinking that thought all the time as you go through your day have it on a post-it note have it set a reminder on your phone have it in the kitchen just reminding yourself of whatever that thought is so that you're going to stay motivated and just keep coming back to that thought. And whenever your brain goes, it wants to go into not, it's not working land. You just coach yourself and go, no, I know it feels like it's not working, but I don't have to do this perfectly. I know it feels like it's not working, but I can change. I can like, I'm learning new skills and it's possible for me to change and just be coaching yourself. And then the next, then once we've got a thought that's empowering us, 
then we want to problem solve for the actions. And the key things to ask yourself are, first of all, from our process, like, am I making intentional choices? Am I randomly grazing or is there random snacking coming in? Um, the next, and then the next, when you when you're happy with that, then you want to look at um, this question and be like, am I listening to my tummy? So uh, we want to like, yeah, like are you leaving food on your plate or are you eating absolutely everything? Like, and you'll know whether you are or not. There are other things, other they're the two big biggies to to focus on from our process um but the other things that you might want to check in is like how's your gut health so because constipation equals absorbing more nutrients from the same amount of food so that can can slow weight weight loss um and then insulin resistance is another thing that can cause problems in terms of um yeah weight loss so that's something to get checked out and also thyroid is another one um Yes, and then another option, another tool that we can do use is our progress quiz that we're going to do later. So, because um, like the, doing the progress quiz, it will highlight can highlight like okay, oh, these are some habits, or this is some, something that an area for me to improve on. So, it can give you some ideas in terms of actions. So, that is, and then of course the the final thing is to celebrate again every little progress. Because we, we change best when we feel good. So you want to give yourself that credit, give yourself that dopamine. Did anyone have any questions or did anything come up from last week that we want to, that anyone, does anyone want to share thoughts? No? Yeah. Oh, Adine. Beautiful Adine. <laughs> Hi. I wanted to tell you. Even though today wasn't a great day, I really, I'm so excited about my new thought of that prioritizing my wants and needs is in my control, yeah, is my choice, yeah. my choice. But that's really felt like an amazing thing. And I know we've talked about it before that I've had some disappointing birthdays and Mother's Days and all kinds of things. So my birthday's coming up next month and I stopped, I said, I'm taking control. Yes. So I've already planned my whole weekend. I have dinner at my parents. I have a show that I'm going to go see. I already booked a show to see with my, my with my husband Saturday night. And then Sunday afternoon, I'm taking the girls and we're going to go see another show. Because oh, I really amazing. started thinking, what do I, what do I love to do? What do I miss? And this is, this is the never ending small people. But I was just felt so good to, to really stop and say, it's my control. I, I, that, that's my choice and I'm going to make the choice and feel good about making those choices yeah and see how empowered you are when you're thinking that thought Adine you're like this Dean's unstoppable like she's taking charge like so so good good I'm so really everyone like notice like just having that theme thought going through like how transformative that is for Adine like how Adine's showing up in the world and her experience of her birthday is going to be completely different because she's thinking this thought so like, cause I remember your birthday last year and I was like, so this is like huge change, like amazing. Oh, really yeah, celebrating a day. <laughs> and I wanted to let you know that I, I, after I listened to your, your, um, the, that the half an hour, uh, food thing you did this week. And so I decided I would try a new recipe and I found a chick cause I had chickpeas that were sitting in the cupboard. So I made some chickpea soup, but I felt good saying, okay, I'm going to start with the recipe, but I know that I can make it better. I have the tools that we've talked about. So salt and pepper and lemon. Cause I remember we talked about uh, lemon. To yeah. salt. 
So I really, I was very proud of myself to sort of know that I could take it to the next level. That also wow, so Dane's like coaching yourself and becoming a joyful cook all at once. Love it. <laughs> oh, so, so was, good, Dane. Oh, I'm so glad I wanted to, to say that. thank you. Yeah, so good. So good. Keep up the amazing work, Adine. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Amazing. Um, okay, so let's now if no one else has any um let's pin me um questions and let's move on and talk about our process. So just a reminder of our process. So there's three parts to it. L-I-T. And so the L is for listening to our tummies. And so far, we've just been working on this habit of putting our cutlery down in between bites. And the whole purpose of that is to just help you slow down and enjoy the food more and give yourself an opportunity to tune into your tummy. And so next week, we're going to be, um, we're going to be dialing that in and starting the challenge to really like take that, take that skill to the next Ooh, to the next level yeah to the next level um and so if you want if you want to get a head start on that listen to the replay from the earlier call because actually um a couple of people asked some questions and we did end up going into listening to our tummies so i won't repeat that now but yeah if you are like oh i want to get going on this jewels um check that out um and so that's listening to our tummy but yeah that, that challenge starting next week. So like all good. Um, so, but yeah, just keep working on your cutlery down habit. And I actually, if you did want to get a head start, the next habit, if you feel like, yeah, I've got this cutlery down thing really down pat, um, the next habit to start on in terms of listening to your tummy is actually having a pause halfway through your meal. So when it just have setting that intention that when you get to about halfway on your plate, you just like, you know, put, put the cutlery down, have a breath and check in with your tummy and just pause and go, oh, how's my tummy feeling? Like, and just notice how it's different to when you started. Um, and that's just to start bringing more awareness into that, that area without having the pressure to like coach yourself and stop eating when your tummy feels full. Okay, so that's listening to our tummies. The next part is making intentional choices. And there's a few parts to this Um to this and the key habit that we've been working on so far is our daily practice and our minimum requirement for that is like just writing our one sentence of I'm becoming naturally healthy or it's possible for me to become naturally healthy and planning one treat and then a couple of weeks ago we spoke about like expanding your daily practice to include like more beliefs like more thoughts that you might want to be intentionally working on like a Dean's beautiful one about um, prioritizing herself is in her control um, and then, then other options to include in your daily practice is actually rather than just planning a treat, actually thinking through your whole day of what you're going to eat through the day. And that can be specific. Like I'm going to have, um, what am I having for lunch? I can't remember. Um, gosh, I can't, I can't remember what I'm having for lunch. Okay, I'm having bolognese for dinner, so I know that. Um, so, yeah, it could be like specific like that. Or it might be that you're just like, okay, I'm going to have, like breakfast that we might just say I'm going to have lunch out at this restaurant I'm going to have dinner here like I'm going to have dinner around 6 p.m or whatever it is um, so you can be more specific or less specific depending on what suits you um, so that's a, the, the next part and then another thing that you might want to include in your daily practice is to anticipate obstacles so thinking about oh okay well I'm going out for Again, to this restaurant I haven't planned to have dessert you know what an obstacle might be that someone's going to offer me dessert and what am I going to do in that situation so that you can like get a check when your brain's calm and you're not 
hungry that you get a chance to like practice navigating that situation in a way that feels intentional and good for you. And then another option for our daily practice is to get into the habit of reviewing the previous day and just asking yourself our one minute review questions of like, oh, what am I proud of from yesterday? And what am I going to do differently based on yesterday? Uh, so that's making intentional choices. And the other option for making intentional choices is, of course, that when um, when things like this isn't your, part of your daily practice, but just getting into that habit of when opportunities arise as you go through your day, getting into that habit of before you decide what you're going to do with the situation, checking in with your future self and just thinking, imagining yourself on the scale the next morning, thinking, am I going to be happy with this choice? Um, and then making the choice from with that future with your prefrontal cortex, like with your future future you, um, reminding, like weighing in on that. So that's our making intentional choices. And then the final part is, um, final part of our process is tracking. So for most of us, that's weighing ourselves every day and then also tracking our habits. Um, so, and that's really up to you to decide what habits you would like to track. So it might be just doing a daily practice. It might be, um, yeah, it could be any, any putting your cutlery down, could be any of the habits that we're working on. Um, so that's our, that's our process. Um, does anyone have any questions or any thoughts around a process um, so far? Got no one on camera. Apart from Margaret. Thank you, Margaret, for being on camera. It's good to see you <laughs> and your beautiful books in the background. Um, I can type in the chat if you don't want to if you don't want to speak if you've got any questions or any thoughts. And if not, then we will move on. So. Let's now talk about um, managing self-sabotage. And so this was inspired by Kira had posted in the group asking for, for coaching. And she said, I noticed that I'm not, have, I'm not having intense cravings for sweets anymore. I still want them, but they're more of a thought about eating them and it then passes. So she's gone from like intense cravings to just having urges. I'm just going to go and speak of you. Um, yes. And then she said, um, I've noticed that my mind, although not desperately craving instant sugar, my mind is sort of self-sabotaging me into telling me to eat something. Um, and then I, so I asked her to think about like what could be driving that. So a couple of things I want to do. First of all is to celebrate Kira, which I did on the call. She was on the call earlier. Um, because for like she's gone from she was the one that inspired us to have a whole lesson on um, what to do with sugar cravings so she's gone from like out of control craving sugar all the time to oh yeah it's okay like I kind of like I do have the thought but it's like I can manage it it passes like ah, amazing so first of all we like really wanted to celebrate um Kira for that and also to just highlight to everyone if there's a there's a bit of your part of your eating that still feels like out of control or not where you want it to be um like you know you're having cravings for something just know that it's completely possible for you to change and use this evidence of Kira changing to build that belief in yourself that you can change and if you're if you want some help around changing whatever it is like I'm here to help you so remember to post in the group or turn up to a call and ask for coaching and say hey this is the situation it might be after dinner snacking like afternoon snacking sugar is one one most common and then the next most common one is after dinner snacking so if that's you like let me for sure let me know so celebrating Kira for like that huge change 
And then in terms of the like coaching on the um, on the whole like this inner self sabotage idea, like I asked after another question, I can't remember what I asked her, but she wrote back and said, "I think mine is to do with fear of failure. That stops me from succeeding. Um, it's the same with my creative work." Um, uh, let's see. And she said, "Maybe it's my my brain is trying to keep me safe by doing what it knows." But ultimately, it makes me feel worse because I haven't achieved what I want to. So, um, so yeah. In terms of like this whole self sabotage piece, we want to understand. We're going to talk now about how, like how to actually manage it, manage that. And the first step, of course, is to notice that it's happening because if you don't have awareness that something's happening, you can't do anything about it. So, um, so for and for curious. For Kira, like we'd like, yeah, awesome. Like she's noticed and she's posted in the group asking for help. So she's not done that first, like, oh, notice this is my saboteur turning up. Like when, so when she has that sneaky thought of like, oh, just eat this, just eat that, then she can go, oh, this is just my saboteur, like um, turning up and celebrate herself for noticing because then she can feel good about noticing the saboteur rather than engaging, like freaking out about the saboteur. Because you could go either way. You could be like, oh, that's I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to be free of this. Like you could go into that negative spiral or you could use it as a positive and go, hey, look, I just noticed here's my saboteurs turned up. Look at me noticing my saboteur. Awesome. Um, so first of all, we want to notice and celebrate noticing. And then the next part of how to manage is to like, is to normalize it. And what that looks like is bringing that self-compassion piece into it. So just when you notice what's happening, then just remind yourself like, like this is 100% normal. Of course, like my saboteur is turning up. Of course, I've got this sneaky voice in my head. Like, and just, you know, have some compa- having some compassion for yourself and for like that part of yourself that is trying to sabotage you. Like we all, like, and just telling yourself like this is 100% normal everybody has an inner saboteur like everyone has that critical voice inside and also like to have that understanding of like this this voice is just trying to keep me this part of me is just trying to keep me safe like um so it's like trying to avoid me feeling disappointed from failing or it's another one that big that another big reason when the saboteur shows up is like if there's a if you've got a bit of a fear of being seen like I coached Nira a few weeks ago on that and so just know that yeah like like you have that compassion and and understanding like yeah this just comes from a part of my brain that's trying to keep me safe and like that can go a long way to turn like to calming it down and then the next step is like once you've noticed it once you've had some compassion for it and understanding for it and you're not trying to kick the saboteur out or get rid of the saboteur like that you're okay with the saboteur being there then the next step is to note like to nurture yourself so so we've got the three ends notice normalize and nurture and what that looks like is like when you have that sneaky thought to eat and you've like gone oh that's just my saboteur turning turning up you can just pause and ask yourself like okay well what what do I really need need right now and so, and sometimes it might be actually, you know what, I really do need some food. And so like, give yourself the opportunity to eat, be intentional about it. And if it's, you know, a tra- treat that's not on your plan, like maybe you decide that you, yeah, in that moment that you do want to have that food and that's what you do really need. But oftentimes you'll find that when you're, that saboteur is coming up, telling you to eat something, that little voice is actually, uh, it's actually kind of asking for 
something else and you might realize actually you know what I need some connection I need a hug like or it might be like I need a break like my brain's really tired or it might be um you know yeah like or any it could be any any, I need need to get out like I need I need some me time like it could be any of those things and but so by asking yourself that question you give yourself the opportunity to uncover and then to decide yeah okay this is what I'm going to to do Um, So that's really like it with the saboteur. It's like having that compassion for it, understanding what's driving it. And if you're not not sure of like, if the fear of failure thing doesn't resonate with you and maybe like the fear of being seen, like that can be, it can, that's really common because, and if you think about it from an evolutionary perspective in the past, like standing out too much and being seen, that could, that was dangerous because you, if you're taking up too much space, they might want to kick you out of the tribe. And if you got kicked out of the tribe and you're on your own, then that meant you're going to die. So our brains don't, don't want that to happen. So that's why we that saboteur can turn up. Um, yeah, but that's really what it is. It's like just coming into that that place of like, like, being compassionate, understanding. And actually this morning I meant I used that metaphor of like driving, being in a car with you and your saboteur is that it's like fine for the saboteur to be there in the passenger seat, like cooking, keeping an eye out for like, I see, you know, is a kangaroo just about to jump onto the road or is it, is there, is there black ice up, up ahead? Like it's good to have that saboteur, like keeping an eye out, like being an extra set of eyes on the road for you, but you don't want the saboteur to be the one that's in behind the wheel that's driving and making all the decisions. We want like you, your prefrontal cortex, your adult self um, who is thinking about the future. We want them to be in, in, in control. Um, So that's it. That's my, my thoughts on, um, on saboteurs and how to handle it. And I'm going to link to a, I'll just put the link in the chat. It's so funny because Kira had posted that last week and I'd already decided to do a class, um, a session on uh, like our inner saboteur. And then I had dinner with my Irishman on Saturday night and he was telling me about this amazing YouTube video that he'd seen. <laughs> um, uh, Dean's just said kangaroo jumping in front of your car is the most Australian thing ever. <laughs> and it's, well, where I live, Dean, they're everywhere. Like we have them like, like often I'll be coaching and there'll be a kangaroo just in the, like in the garden, like just outside, outside the window there. Um, there's none today, but yeah, like where I live there, they're on the roads all the time. So, and they, so it's like, it's, it's a real thing, particularly if you're um, driving at nighttime. Um, yes. So yeah, um, I've just posted a link in the, um, in the chat to, and I'll post it with the re- replay video as well. Um, a link to a, um, a TED talk by um, whose name is Shirazid someone. Anyway, so he's a Stanford researcher, and he's all about this um, this whole inner saboteur and and how to like he, he's a really engaging speaker, and he has a really great it's a really great you know, short TED talk about how this how and why the saboteur shows up and what to do with do about it. So um, I've shared with my thoughts on what to do about it, but yeah, I think if you if you think this is something that's coming up for you, definitely check out that that YouTube video. Okie dokie. Okay, so does anyone have any thoughts or questions on this? If you can um if you can turn your video on, it would be really nice to see some faces. It's me and Margaret here just hanging out. <laughs> but if you can't, that's cool too. Um, yay. Oh, awesome. There's Samantha, Bill. Yay, Bill. Good to see you guys. Um, so, yeah, does anyone have any thoughts? Like, is that saboteur thing, like, 
resonating with you? Is it something that's on like on your radars? I can chat for a second. I'm sorry, I was not really prepared to show my face. <laughs> um, I I noticed mine this weekend, but kept going. Right, right, right. So um, I'm still not quite sure how I feel about it. I know I, I'm... I'm feeling less bad about it than I would have several months ago. So I'm, I'm glad of that. Let's celebrate that Samantha for sure. And I'm glad that I still got on the scale. I knew. I knew. <gasps> yes. I'm like, Look at I you. Know, Look at you. Amazing. I know it's going to be up. Um, so I guess I'm proud of myself. I feel, feel good that it wasn't just a complete meltdown yes yeah like that's that and really feel good about that so like that takes courage yeah, yeah. were you able to so, like go play a game with yourself go oh I wonder how bad it's gonna be like uh, no I I have done that but that that wasn't going through my head but I guess I I don't know if this is necessarily part of of directly this so maybe it's a a different conversation but what it was was you know in our one-on-one -on -one chat we talked about treats oh uh, yeah, yeah and how yeah. i wasn't really planning anything having those it wasn't an intentional oh i'm not going to have one i just wasn't planning it so i thought oh well i i will make some over the weekend and I did and they were lovely but they were really lovely so I wonder my thought is around having that sorry I was thinking this morning I don't want to do that I enjoy baking just right now is not the time for me to do this. Yeah. I'm right, going to treat right. myself to a treat, but I'm going to go somewhere, a lovely bakery and have it. Yeah. Where I don't so, have, I can have one. <laughs> and I'm going to have one. Yeah. So I'm like, I just, I don't want it in the house. So is that okay? Or yeah. is that restricting? Or should I be forcing myself to have these lovely things in my house and hear their siren song? Or is it okay just to know that this is just something I get out? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I've just got the perfect metaphor for you, Samantha. because I've just started working with a new coach and she was coaching someone I was listening to like yesterday. So it's like, I love that this is coming to me. So the way you want to think about this, like being able to bake and be intentional, like make intentional choices around sugar, like when you don't, like when you haven't ever been able to do that in the past is think about it like learning to swim, right? So uh -huh. you've got like, first of it is like, okay, like you're willing to go in the bathtub <laughs> and then maybe you're willing to go into a wading pool 
and then you're willing to go into the big pool and then there's like the deep end of the big pool and then there's the open ocean Mm -hmm. so think about like baking and having like treats in the house like that that's like swimming in the open ocean like that's 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 advanced that's advanced being intentional so but that makes sense like so one day you're going to get there but right for now, it doesn't make sense for you to jump, jump, jump straight in the open ocean when you haven't learned this skill before. Okay. So, yeah, like, so what you're doing is actually really smart of just, just making that intentional choice. So it's like, for now, I'm just going to, like, when I have my treats, I'm going to have them out at restaurants or I'm going to go to a bakery. Mm-hmm. And just, but knowing that that's me in the, in the waiting pool and maybe even in the, like, you know, beginner's pool, but then, and then <laughs> thinking about, okay, well, what could be, my like if that's me me just having intentional treats when I'm out like that's me being in the waiting pool think about okay well what would be a step between that and the um, open water of just baking random but baking at home that you might like to play around with so but when you're ready for that like there's no need to go into the um into the into the big pool until you feel comfortable in the in the waiting pool and the fact that you're like the fact that you're having sugar when you're at or like when you go out that means that you're like that's not going to build your psychological hunger for it because you're giving yourself permission to have it so yeah okay how does that feel like swimming in the waiting yeah it makes that's i love analogies and that (laughs) that's perfect yeah that makes perfect sense yeah and yeah and it's like and maybe like you might never just, you might even not want to ever go back into the ocean, mm-hmm. like go into the ocean, but maybe you, you will. And just, but know that it's, it is possible for you. Cause I used to like baking used to be like a big problem for me, like licking mixture, like licking my fingers, licking, eating all the mixture, like, like eating all of the results of it as well. Whereas now I'm like baking stuff, making ice cream every week, like, and occasionally I might flip back into my old habits but mostly now I'm really intentional I set that intentional before intention before I decide how I want it to go I can make things without licking anything and then I'm ready for it and I enjoy it when I have it and then I also like I'm able to stop when I've had my my ice cream because I know that I'm going to have more ice cream the next week kind of thing so yeah yeah so we'll get we'll get you there Samantha thank you yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Okay. Cool. Does anyone else have any thoughts around this idea of, or questions around this idea of the saboteur? Before we move on to doing our progress quiz. No, we're good. Bill, how are you feeling? I'm pretty good. I think I'm kind of on an even keel. And even Kim, we love that, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to have a knee replacement on Wednesday. So I may. Oh, finally. Oh, my finally, goodness, yeah. Bill. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm looking for, you know, the, everything going well and, you know, getting back on the recovery road and, you know, getting out to exercise a little bit more. Amazing. So, um, but I may be a little here and gone for a couple of weeks until I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, do you feel like you've. Navigate again. Yeah. You've got those tools. 
being intentional, listening to you, Tommy, you can do that in hospital. <laughs> you can... Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I, exactly. I have the basics down. I just, you know, you may not see my face. That's all. For oh, yeah, well, miss you, Bill. Yeah. That's a, okay. yeah, but that's very, very good news. I hope all goes well for you, Bill. Good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh. Okay, well, let's do our progress quiz. So it's on page. Okay, I should have looked at what the page was this morning. I should have a page number on it. It's about page 13. Um, so in the work, work uh, playbook. And so we're just going to rate ourselves. If you don't have it, that's fine. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll read out the questions. And if you're listening to the replay, make sure you do the quiz because it's really insightful. To, and be, the number one reason I have a quiz like this is to help you feel that sense of accomplishment. So when the weight's not moving or it's moving very slowly, it just gives you that feeling of feeling good. So um, let's do... So we're rating ourselves on a scale of one to five, one being I never do this, two being I rarely do this, it's a struggle, three being sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, four is I do this more often than not, and then five is I do this confidently and consistently. So five is good, <laughs> one is bad. And so just when you're going, when I was like say each, um, each habit and skill, just first thing that comes into your mind, just write it down and don't judge it don't don't overthink it like just the first the first thing that pops into your head is the right answer um okay so our first skill is i put my cutlery down between bites so rate yourself on a scale of one to five number two is i eat without distractions and maximize the pleasure number three is i pause and check in with my tummy halfway through the meal Number four is I leave food on the plate when I'm satisfied. Number five, I do my five-minute daily practice exercise. Number six, I enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks as opposed to being a grazing sheep. Um, number seven, I plan a treat every day. Number eight, I'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment. Nine, I'm making choice, intentional choices in the moment by asking, will I be happy about this choice when I weigh myself tomorrow morning? So that's, that's a long one, but it's, yeah, like am I making intentional choices in the moment? Um, number 10 is I weigh myself with curiosity and record the number. Number 11 is I include protein in every meal. Number 12 is I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. Number 13, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. And then number 14 is I celebrate my tiny wins. Yay. Okay, and that will so if you total them up, that'll give you a score out of 70. And we did a progress quiz at the very beginning. So this is like, this is actually month two, the end of month two. And so you can just compare and see how they've, how they've changed. And the other useful thing to do with that tool is to just look through it and just think, 
you know, of these things that I've scored myself really low on, which of them feels like, oh, that's a big opportunity and that would be fun for maybe not necessarily fun, but like that's an opportunity for me and I'd like to you know, give some focused attention into that area. So it can be a good way to direct yourself into, oh, what am I going to focus on now? Like remember beginning I said that the DSD, do something differently. It can be a good, good way to find um, one thing that you want to DSD. Okay, so that's a progress quiz. Does anyone want to share? Did anyone have any insights from that? Or anyone want to share their thoughts? Or um, we're ready for coaching as well. So does anyone, if anyone has anything they want to coach on, um, I'm happy to just start start that as well. And maybe, um, yeah, or is there anything that's like feeling hard for you at the moment can be a good way to approach or is there anything that you want to celebrate? Like Adine jumped in to celebrate her tiny win, which is amazing. Um, if, does anyone have any tiny wins they want to share with the group? Bill's celebrating that he's having his knee surgery. It's been a long time coming. I do have some coaching for Carol who posted in the group, but I just wanted to check in. Sharon, did you have anything since you're on camera? Jennifer, Chris, you can type in the chat if you don't want to come on camera. Sharon's typing. Amazing. Okay. I'm just checking. Oh, hang on. Sharon, did you um, did you unmute? put her on the spot <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm unmuting. I, was trying to unmute. I couldn't find my button um I just noticed with the progress quiz that um I have made improvements and even though you know it's not you know it's like just a little bit and but some of these things were very foreign to me last month and it's like right. so wow okay yeah so I I had a couple of fives you know that I'm doing com things confidently so I appreciate Fantastic, that. Fantastic, um, Sharon, it's, yeah. It's encouraging even, um, you know, there's still work to do, of course, but, um, you know, that there there is some encouragement from that. Yeah, and, great. Um, I've had just like little, little bitty flip thoughts of, you know, oh, this this is not working or, you know, it's like, um, it's too much or, and then it just, but then I'm able to, just push them away and say, no, I'm, what I'm doing is working for me right now. And um, I'm just going to stick with it and, um, and just keep, um, you know, keep at it. Yeah. I like amazing. to do something different because that's going to give me, you know, something to look for this week to, to try to, you know, find that different thing that I can add. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. So that's amazing, Sharon, like really celebrate yourself for being able to coach yourself in the moment when that it's not working thought comes in, being able to like go, hang on, see it, catch it and go, hang on, that's not helpful. Like that's a superpower because if you're, if you let the, it's not working thought start to drive everything that you're doing, it's going to start to feel really unmotivating and then like more bad habits will creep in and then you will be like uh I'm not definitely not making progress and it just creates more of like it more, creates more of it not working so the fact that you're able to coach yourself on that like 
I want you to really celebrate that and own that, like that you're, you're doing that already. Like you have that ability to coach yourself and that's mm-hmm. the most important thing because you're the one that's with yourself 24 seven. So like you can turn up to me to coach you want, like it's not, that's not happening very often. Whereas the, the predominant thought that you're thinking all the time that has a huge impact on how you feel that has a huge impact on your actions. And that determines what the results that you get. So like being able to like, I'm going to stick with it, like to redirect it's not working to, I'm going to stick with it. Superpower, like really, really good, good, work. excellent work. Like go to the top of the class, Sharon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I appreciate this. I wouldn't, not comfortable really sharing about self-sabotage because it seems like I do it in many areas of my life. <laughs> right. So it's not just eating. It's like, you know, other things that things I start and don't finish or things that, you know, so um, I'm going to kind of, you know, think about that and work through, you know, your ideas of how to kind of stop that. Yeah. Because, right. You know, so like, like I, sometimes I see it coming and I just, I just give in. I say, okay, <laughs> you know, so learning how to stop it is going to be a good um, thing for me. Tool, yeah. And like, you're totally not alone, Sharon. Like we all have, like everyone has that inner saboteur and it shows up in all areas of our lives so it's really cool that when you do this work around food that you're going to learn like you'll be able to apply it to the other places that it shows up as well mm-hmm. yeah so even if it feels like mm-hmm. that's like a big new skill for you to learn it's actually like just the fact that you're like identifying it and willing to like work on it and think about it like that changes everything like it's it's actually really mm-hmm. really huge yeah, Samantha's just typed in the chat. You're definitely not alone, Sharon. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. like it's like this is like normal human yeah. brain stuff. Like everyone has a, has a saboteur. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Sharon. Yeah. So, do you feel, um, well, thank you. yeah, thank how does you. that feel for now? Uh, it feels good. I'm encouraged. I've missed the call for a couple of different reasons the past two weeks, and I've I think that might've been part of the, where I felt like I was drifting away a little bit, even though I listened to them. So I think for me, I need to show up and even show my face. (laughs) Yay. Amazing. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. Yeah. Yeah. But also like to everyone like that is listening to the replay, watching the replay, like, yeah, like there is different energy when you do show up, but you can also like, you can, you can control the thoughts that you have about it and you'll get what you need if you aren't able to make it, but yeah, it is great. If you, if you do something differently, yeah. well, show, show up live. I love, I love that. <laughs> it makes it more fun for me. Well, and it was, I didn't listen to it till like um, Thursday or Friday. And that, that was kind of, I needed to listen to it maybe Tuesday so that I'm more on top of it. So, yeah, um, you great. know, if something comes up, that's a, that's a, Good thing to do is kind of go ahead and just jump in and listen to it as soon as you can. Yes. Yeah. And actually yeah. having a, bl- a plan B time, like scheduling and go, okay, well, if I can't make that, then actually scheduling and t- deciding when you're going to listen to the replay is um, so that you do- it doesn't get missed is key. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, good to have you here, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you for, thank you for thank being you. coached. Excellent. Okay. So um, does anyone else want coaching before I jump in and, um, do some coaching. Oh, then Nira's joined us. Hey, Nira. 
oh, the Nira, I hope Nira, the time change might have tricked you up, Nira. Um, my, the clocks are going to be changing again next week as well because the clocks in Australia change. Hi, Jules. Hi. So I did uh, some work on myself also on uh, self-sabotage. And I realized that uh, um, I was uh, I was doing it to myself, number one, accepting that I was doing it to myself and that it was a fear of the comments and the criticism that people would pass and the jealousies that they would have um, for me. So I was afraid of all that. And so I would uh, be self myself. You know, make less yeah. of me. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm realizing that uh, it's not working. Either ways, people are going to comment. Either ways, people are going to say something or the other and feel jealous if I'm succeeding. So I can just put that behind me, let them be to their own devices and uh, charge ahead and do whatever I have to do. Yeah, right. And how much, how empowering does that thought feel, Nira? I love it. I can charge ahead and let them be. Yeah, I, I can, I can just, uh, you know, it is like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Amazing. Amazing. And, okay. and, and I'm getting more in touch with myself and who I want to be. <gasps> Look at you, Nira. Nira's going to be unstoppable. Just, just, just letting everyone else be, you know, so... I can be and let others be also. Yeah, right. That's such a beautiful thought, isn't it? I can be and let other people be. And it's like, no, there's no need for anything. Let's, I love that, Nira. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that, is, that is where I am right now. Okay. How are you, how are you going with the, how's your gut health going? Uh, good. Uh, I'm passing motion. I went through a period of stress also. Oh, but, right. Uh, that, can, that can impact your gut microbiome too. Yes, yes. But uh, I'm back again. I know that uh, flax seeds is working for me. Amazing. So I continue with that. And I've increased my water intake, which is also helping me. You know, I feel hydrated within. And now that the stress is over, the body weight has come back. So, you know, I'm feeling so empowered that I know how to manage myself. Look at you, Nira. Let's celebrate yeah. Nira. Feeling that's a, yes. such a powerful thought. I'm empowered to like look after myself. Like it's yes. so great. Yes. So I'm understanding a lot and putting into place things which while my weight might not be going uh, drastically down, I am doing things which will impact me long term and it will definitely show up. Amazing. So I'm very Nira. confident and certain. Great. Look at you. <laughs> yes. you'll, have to, you'll have to put you on the payroll, Nira. You can start coaching other people as well. <laughs> I'm very happy with myself. Excellent. Definitely. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that, Nira. Excellent. Well, we've just got five minutes left, so I might just um, quickly do some coaching for Carol, um, who okay. wasn't able to turn up. So Carol had um, messaged me and said like one issue I have is carb cravings sometimes I just crave starchy carbs bread pasta rice so much and that definitely stalls weight loss any tips would be greatly appreciated and so Carol with the carb cravings like this is like a another form of like sugar craving so actually 
what, if we look back at that lesson that we did a few weeks ago on what causes sugar cravings, it's there's some really there's a heap of similarities. It's um, so basically one of the biggest ones is psychological hunger due to restriction or moralizing. So when you tell we're telling ourselves that carbs are bad, like that's um, oh Megs has just joined us. Um, that's like that that food moralizing and restriction like that increases our desire for things and i know carol had shared with me that she's already like before she joined naturally healthy couples lost a fair bit of weight and so i suspect that that's from restricting carbs so of course like that's going to play into it and so just understanding that of whenever we restrict something or tell ourselves that something's bad that increases our desire for it so that's like that's one of the reasons why like that that Carol's just that we have cravings is when we when we when we're restricting, and so the solution if, if for for that is around this idea of making having intentional choices. So planning ahead and having boundaries. So just thinking, Carol, like you know, what would feel really good for you in terms of whatever your um, whatever carb you're craving, like how how much would you like how much do you want to have like and how much would you need to be satisfied and being really mindful of that that having carbs or not having carbs isn't the problem it's having too many carbs is when that interferes with weight loss so um and sometimes you might want to like you know have a week where you're having a lot of carbs just to like give that give yourself that satisfaction knowing that like you're not going to lose any weight that week and like make that call like you don't have to be losing all the time um, so yeah, but it really comes down to planning, like planning really and deciding ahead of time, okay, I'm going to have bread, but how much do I need to be satisfied? And like, can, am I satisfied with one piece of sourdough toast or would half a piece do like, and, you know, same with like rice, do I need a, like, you know, would, would, a, would a couple of, like a small portion of rice satisfy me rather than needing to like have too much rice. So that's a really key thing. And also thinking about the frequency as well. Like my Irishman, he loves potatoes. Like they're his favorite thing in the whole world, but he doesn't need to eat them every single day. Like if I cook them every day, he would eat them, but he's happy having them like, you know, once or twice a week. Um, and that's, so then, you know, he's not, it's not that he's never having potatoes, but he's having them in you know, a reasonable quantity when he is having them and he's having them not that often. So that's, that's one thing that can cause carb cravings. The next thing is like not enough protein. This probably doesn't show up as much in carb cravings, but it can be a symptom of carb craving that you're just, you're craving food, like you want more food. Um, so just checking in, making sure that you are having enough protein at all your meals um, is key for the solution there. Next one is um, insulin resistance or blood sugar issues. So it's so ironic that if you do have... Um, if you do have um, insulin resistance that and your blood sugar controls out of control, the thing that you will crave is sugar and carbs. The thing that makes it worse, it's kind of like our bodies know, oh, okay, my blood sugar is really low. Like I need to like get something quick. And so our bodies crave carbohydrate in those cases. Um, so Carol, I'm not sure if you've like, if that's something that, that might be that you need to get tested for. Um, and Again, it's like if you do, if you are, if you do have insulin sensitivity problems. Oh, I've just noticed the time. So, um, if everyone needs to go, just um, I'll, I'll keep coaching for Carol. But just a home play this week, same as always. So, a daily practice habit, expand that out as much as or little as you like. 
our daily weighing and tracking habit, keep going with that. Putting our cutlery down, keep going with that habit. If you want to start adding in, like pausing halfway through your meal, you're welcome to do that. And then the final um, thing on your home play is to either post a one-minute review or post a tiny win in the group. And I will see you guys next week. And, yeah, time change. The time clocks are changing in Australia this weekend. So next week um, the calls will be at different times as well. So just keep an eye on there emails for that um okay great um so if you need to jump off off like you go i'm just going to finish coaching this car this coaching for carol and them so you're not going to miss out i know when my coach keeps going i never want to leave because i don't want to miss out on anything but if you need to go go um, um yeah so carol carb cravings psychological hunger is first one not enough protein insulin resistance so yeah if you do think that's for you getting tested thinking about talking to your doctor about having meds for insulin sensitivity can be huge. Um, that can be really, really impactful. Um, and there is someone in the group who's recently started a new medication for, to help with insulin sensitivity. And she said she can't believe the difference in her appetite. Like she's just feeling so much more calm and not out of control all the time. So it really can make a difference. And I take meds for, um, I take metformin for my blood sugar. So it's, no, it's always a good option to look at that. And then the final thing, which really shows up for carb craving, can be like stress or comfort, like that needing for comfort. Um, and so like that's really just a lack of dopamine. And so the solution there when you've got the, that need for, for comfort um, and you're getting the carb cravings because that's coming up for you, like you're under stress or you're just you know needing some love from the carbs, um, you know, just acknowledging and learning this skill of learning to feel your feelings is huge. Like just noticing, oh yeah, like this is what's going on for me. Um, and then finding other ways to self-soothe. And so now we're going to be doing a challenge around feeling our feelings. That was going to be, that's going to be in May now. Um, but you know, just asking, pausing and asking yourself when you've got a carb craving, like, what is it that I really need here? Maybe it is carbs, but you'll, if there's an emotional component to it, um, Carol, then that's when you want to just, then you like, you'll, you'll know, like you'll go, oh, actually, you know what? I need a hug or I need some connection or I'm feeling a bit lonely or I'm feeling a bit stressed out. Like, and so you, then you can think about how you can meet um, those needs without the carbs. Um, and then the final thing I wanted to say on carb cravings is, um, is there's so many options of, foods that actually are low carb that feel like give you that feeling of being like of the, having that that nurturing and I very low carb and I, I had like I never crave bread or pasta or anything because I've got so many options for those types of comforting foods that aren't great and so I'll put a resource in circle for my favorite like um, low carb you know comfort food kind of hacks or recipes so that you can um, check some of those out because having those in your repertoire um, can add that like so you're not feeling like you're missing out and then it, that can also like so sometimes you might like to um, have the actual carbs but then other times you can you can meet the cravings with with low low carb options so it gives you all sorts of options okay that's it for today have a beautiful week everyone um actually Megs, just wanted to check in with you so that um sorry about the uh, I know you've just joined us for the time change. But, um, That's my fault. Sorry, Jules. I mustn't have seen that. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. It's easy to miss. Do you want to just check in and let me know how, how are things going with you, Megs? 
yeah, good. I, if I'm honest, I had a big blowout last week because I just had a, the worst week at work. So I, I, yeah, I blew out big time. I was having ice cream in the evenings and, yes, talk about eat your feelings. I just really did that. Um, <laughs> um, but what I am trying to do is... Um, yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to stop and I am stopping. So I've taken a bit of time off work, just um, two, two or three weeks of annual leave and I'm sort of using as this as my opportunity to sort of to get back on track, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I know what I really need to do and I don't know why I haven't done it. I, there's something in me that's stopping me from doing And I need to do that. <laughs> but I don't know why I'm not doing it. Sorry, sorry, Megs, it just dropped out when you said what you, what the thing was that you're, that you're not doing. Yeah, I'm just not doing the journal thing, which I know I need to do. That's what I, what's stopping me. Like I was talking to Caitlin and she was saying, yeah, when she doesn't do her planning in advance, she she mucks up. Well, not mucks up, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, like it's so well, it hard to make to, intentional choices, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know what my block is as to why I don't do it. I, but I, I, and I know I need to, and I want to, but I just don't do it. Yeah, so I have cool. to do some work on myself to do so that. Do you, well, do you think <laughs> that we we can we can coach on it if you if you're open for that? Yeah, yep, that would be yeah. good. That would so, be great. So, do you think it, is yeah. it is it a timing thing? Like, is it is it, or like is it just so you're forgetting to do it, or is it like a resistance thing if you actually? Kind of half, I think it's a resistance. Okay. Yeah, even though I want to do it, there's this other resistance, which sounds ridiculous. But no, um, no, no, I, no. And I no. think, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why, because I really do want to. But it's maybe it's I'm nervous about it. If that makes sense, like once it's down, maybe then I won't follow it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's a really common thing that comes up when people have resistance to like having a daily, like doing the daily practice. It's like, oh, if I write my plan down, then I have to stick to it or I'll, I'm going to, or I'm, if I don't stick to it, then that's a reason to feel bad about myself. So, so that's like, yeah. and yeah. of course, if that's, if that's running in your subconscious, like, of course that like you're having resistance to doing it and it's hard to make yourself do it because you're worried about failing. Like you're worried about getting it yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I am. I, I definitely am. And I think too, because Caitlin has had this success, I'm like, I don't want to fail, but I'm sabotaging, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know why, but. Yeah, so what we want to do, first um, of all, is like, like, just whenever those thoughts come in about comparing yourself to Caitlin, just remember like you're on your journey and you just need to focus on yourself. And it's it's like, yes, use Caitlin for like inspiration that this is possible like this and use it as that evidence that the process works, but the way that that Caitlin's like everyone's journey is different and different things resonate with different people. So Yeah. yeah, like you're, you're on your own journey and you're getting what you need when you need it. Like, so when your brain wants to go compare, just go, no, I'm getting yeah. what I need when I need it. Yeah. 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 And then, then with the resistance. Um, and the other thing that oh, I go. find. Yeah, go. Okay, sorry. Oh, well, let, I was going to say my daughter, 
my daughter is an extremely, extremely fussy eater. Like I can't tell you, Jules, you'd want to put me in child protection if you knew what how bad an eater she is. Oh, like no, she you won't eat potatoes, she won't eat. Oh, it's, it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But and because there's just the two of us, I don't know how to cook for the two of us because I, I mean, should I start cooking? food just for her because all she wants to eat is pasta and rice and then do something different for myself or it, I find that really difficult <laughs> yeah cool cool um okay so will we coach let's coach on the resistance first and then we can coach on the kids stuff okay um yep yeah because I've, I've got the same thing I've got a really fussy eater um so oh, yeah, wow. with the with the resistance, like them to doing a daily practice. So like I think like we've just identified what's causing it. It's like this fear of like I I'm gonna get it wrong and like that it like and I like and a fear of like when I put it down on paper, then I'm gonna have to like if I don't live up to that, then I then I've failed in some way. So um yeah. So just like understand that so the there's a couple of things, a couple of options is one is that you do the other aspects of your daily practice. Like you don't actually write a food plan for the day where you, you could just visualize your day and, and, and think about what are the obstacles that could come up or you could spend yep. your daily practice time reviewing the previous day and thinking about, okay, well, what worked well yesterday and giving yourself some celebration and what am I proud of from yesterday yep. And then looking at yep. what do I want to do differently based on yesterday. Yep. So that's yeah. one option is that yeah. we just we just don't plan at all. <laughs> but then the other option is, which is what I do, is like I have a plan, but I hardly ever look at it. Like so, the goal of planning is to go through the. It's the process of planning. Yeah. The goal isn't to have a plan that you then stick to. So maybe like yep. it like that might be. Like if you, when you let yourself off the hook of like, actually my yep. goal is to just write the plan. And then if I write the plan, then I'm like giving myself a tick and I'm not ever going to look yep. it and compare myself. Yep. Yep. That works. That works. That works. Absolutely. That, that, that works. feels, that feels doable. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I think I need to get in the habit of do, doing it. And then once I'm in the habit of doing it, then I'll be better in a position to be able to then start looking at it and adhering to it if that makes not adhering to it but you know putting or, it into practice <laughs> or you never like or even like that you never like that's not even the goal the goal is just to, to write a plan and I, I yeah. actually would, would recommend that you don't ever like start to compare and, and look at adherence oh, okay. like like it's just yeah. to, to it's and it's just the act, action like of thinking through your day that's where the benefit comes yep. from. So yeah, by, by okay. planning it out, that's where you get the benefit. It's not from yes. sticking. Adherence doesn't, adherence is like a slippery slope into like not like demotivation. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, now's the perfect time to get it happening because I am on leave so I can... You know, I'm not rush, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. And actually, Megs, um, there's, I was just thinking about the kids stuff. So first of all, like, 
my my especially my younger my boys are really fussy like they don't anything yeah. vegetable they don't won't go near but I was getting a bit better like um yeah but I actually did a bonus class it's in the bonus section on okay. this whole like naturally healthy kids and how I navigate that um right. that thing so maybe I might just post that I'll send you that that'd link. be wonderful that'd be yeah. so good yeah, yeah. And you can check that out and then if you have any questions or you want some extra help with it we can go through that yeah yeah that'd be that'd be really good thank you yeah. I, I also don't want to pass on like if she all she's eating is pasta and rice I don't want her I don't know I don't know it's just <laughs> I don't want her to just live on pasta and rice too because yeah but remember but remember like kids like their nutritional requirements are really different to ours because yeah, their true. insulin sensitivity yeah. is better they're like growing and their gut microbiome is completely different as well so like that impacts yeah. like everything so and also like I think it, from my take like we won't go into the whole kids thing but my take on it is it's actually yeah. better like they have some internal inner wisdom like she knows what's best yeah. for her so if she's at yeah. this stage that's what she wants to eat like trust her and it's better yep. to like go with that rather than to try and force her to eat stuff that she doesn't want to eat, which is then going to yeah. cause her like later like food issues. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the other thing I need to do too is work on not eating her leftovers if, you know, so if I do make something that's remotely tiny bit healthy and she kicks up and won't eat it, I'll then go, oh, well, I can't just let that food go to waste. I'll eat that and I'll eat mine. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's yeah. a, just a decision that you can make, Megs, is yeah, like, you know what? Absolutely. If she hasn't, like, and then, and just seeing it, it's like it's not me, because me eating more, like whenever I eat more than, like or any of us, when we eat more than our body needs, that's actually wasting food the same as it is yep. throwing it in the bin. Like, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But I am certainly, apart from last week, which was a blowout, I'm, I, I think I am thinking differently about food. Like I'm Yay. very conscious of the protein thing, which is really exciting to me, um, which sounds ridiculous, but I'm excited yeah. that I got that in my head now. Um, and, and just the language for it too, saying, oh, well, you know, we need to have some protein for that. Um, and not calling it good food or bad food. Um, that's been really good. Yay. Um, yay. So, yeah, and just, um, yeah, th that's probably been one of the biggest ones, the protein thing, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, awesome, Megs. All keep up the amazing work. And, um, Thank you. yeah, and I'll, I'll put that link in the, and with the, um, the kids' stuff. We might wrap that's up there. Great. Oh, I'm so glad we got to Thanks, coach Jill. anyway, Megs. Awesome. Okay, yeah. well, have a, <laughs> Thanks, have a great week, everyone. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>